Shrek would be a better version of this movie. Shrek is a better version of most movies. <laughs> um, hi. <laughs> I was not prepared, Melissa. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hi, hello. Welcome to the Noscars. Is that my cue to say it with you? Yeah, I was really hoping that you would. Let's try it again. Okay. Welcome to. The, the Noscars. Noscars. That sounds nice. I like that. Yeah. I did have like a little thingy. Oh. It's too late. It's over now. Do it. No, it's not. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Noscars, the award show of last resort for movies that deserve a little bit of love and recognition. Whether the Academy ever acknowledged its merits or not, we are here to reevaluate and reward. That's Melissa Jansen. That's Elliot Eccles. And we are your humble hosts. That was so good. We're never doing anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Did it sound natural? Did it not sound like I was reading? Like, you know, the thing that I It sounded, I was like, are we, is this real? Like, we're. (laughs) You were transported to the podcast that we're currently making. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. I feel, that's high praise. Thank you so much. That was great. Thank you so much. Also, thank you for everybody that's listening. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Or. <laughs> yes. Okay. And our one friend. Well, we have more than one friend, but we have one friend at a time that we can force this podcast upon. Then they rotate out for another friend. Yeah, because they have to take turns. They have to take turns. It's it's a Supporting lot to us. The weight of somebody else's podcast that you are being <laughs> coerced into listening weight to is a lot. somebody else's podcast. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, gosh, another one? Yeah. <laughs> really even like your friends like the people that for lack of a better term i guess have to listen to you they're like uh i wonder how many times in my life i've been like sometimes i catch myself in the middle of like a conversation or talking about a topic and i'm like man i'm boring myself But you have to seem confident. I know, but if you, yeah, if you don't, if you're not confident, mm. then they're they're checked They'll out even more. On. Yeah, They'll catch on that it's boring. I mean, if you just stop in the middle, you're like, I've already gone this far. I often stop in the middle of my sentences. I actually have noticed that about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard because like I was criticizing myself, and I was like, it's okay, Melissa will build me back up. But no, double down with me. Dang, that was a shot to the heart. That hurt. <laughs> I just know that sometimes you'll be talking and you just fade out in the middle. Or you'll be in like the middle of telling somebody something and then you just stop. Yeah, yeah sometimes I just feel like it's it's better to cut my losses. <laughs> just tap out. Um, well, welcome to yeah, our podcast welcome. where you have to listen to us talk, whether you think we're actually you can turn you us really off. You really don't have to. You could you could try another podcast. There's many, many. Stop of them. it. We're the best. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here to do our podcast. And uh, this week we watched Paul Blart. Wait, do we need to explain what the Noscars is? I did Blum. say like, yeah, I did, did say it. But like, you know, we also are going to watch a movie each week. And then we will award it a uh, a, a Oscar of our, I guess, arbitrary choice. Mm-hmm. And this week we watched Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> We're blurting it up this week. This one, like you know, this is the second one that I guess is on the record, but it felt like the most Oscar movie, right? Like 
Like, it wasn't, like, Oscar bait. It was pure Noscar bait. Like, it feels like the kind of thing that would be right up the alley of this thing that we've made. Which, like, I thought the first 20 minutes were great. But literally, I got so bummed out that I had to finish the movie halfway through. Yeah. Oh. yeah it was tough. It was a lot harder to finish than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I was, like, gearing up. I was like, we're going to talk about all the redeeming qualities of that Paul, Paul Bart Mokop has. And there are some. But it, sure. it was not as brisk and uh, light of the watch as I was expecting. No, it was hard. Yeah. So bear that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I have a lot of like, I feel like in my mind, like the, the haze and uh, faultiness of my memory has mm-hmm. filled in a lot of blanks for this movie. And it seems so much nicer there than on the screen. Like, yeah, I feel like fun to watch. I feel like this movie is a better group watch movie. Man, I don't know. I think if you're watching, maybe like imagine you're watching with someone mm-hmm. who like likes Paul Bart Mall Cop. No, 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 no. I don't think that. Exists. <laughs> I think it would be better. I imagine watching this with my dad. Okay. And I think that he would laugh at you some of the what? parts. That's a good point. You yeah. know? Yeah. Because he's 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 a chuckler. He chuckles. A lot of this movie is like very good, like like family. Let's watch and laugh at this movie together, kind of thing. Even if some of it doesn't feel like the funniest family humor, at least in my opinion. Maybe that's just my opinion of Kevin J- Kevin James in general. But, but we're also not single fathers who are mall cops. That's true. Who I feel like I could be a mall cop. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have hypoglycemia, that's true. But I feel like I could be a mall cop. Probably. At least, like, I would like to, to get a segue for a I, bit. Literally, that, was, that segue was the star of the movie for me. The segue was me. killer. That is, like, one of my big highlights from mall cop, pop art. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever goes first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really pushed the segue, and you know what? I'm on board. It's the most successful marketing that Segway's ever had is Paul Bart Mall Cop. I 100% agree. I wish that we knew, and actually did research on this podcast, but I wish we knew what the sales of the Segway were after Paul Bart Mall Cop. Did they Skywalker, go up? <laughs> obviously. How could they not? See, whenever he fell through the sky window that's not what it's called with his segway yeah. and then he rose from the ball pit on his segway I and then did. he headbutted the guy that was amazing and then he said a really lame one-liner or something or he said it before he headbutted him yeah uh yeah actually i kind of bummed myself out describing the events of this movie again but i did like that bit i did too <laughs> um okay you want to give us a plot oh yeah that is my job okay uh so the <laughs> The, the tagline, the logline of this movie is that it's it's just, it, it's it's die hard. It's die hard, but John McClane is a mall cop, an overweight mall cop. I mean, Kevin, J- Kevin. It is Kevin James. John McClane is the character from Die Hard. Lots of confusing names going on here. Yeah, it's also just a normal <laughs> name. Yeah, Paul Blart, Ke- uh, Kevin James, and John McClane. Interchangeable. But the story, if you want to know that, I guess, is that there is this this young salt of the earth. Young? How old is he supposed to be? I, it was so obscure, I had no idea. I'm going to assume 40s. Okay. 
He does have like a child. Who's a teenager. He's a teen child. Like a middle school. I assume that he had her young though. Because it was because he had a green card marriage. He had a green card marriage, and it was like his first main relationship. And like I don't know, you're like, oh, I just he's, he got swindled or whatever, and then the the lady ran off and abandoned her child in Poplar. In her Poplar, yeah. I imagine my backstory for them is that he was actually I think he might be like late forties, almost fifties, because I imagine he was like in his either late twenties or early thirties. And met her mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, I'm going to get married. And then they had the, the daughter. But And he's like in his 30s to 40s. I think he's in his 40s. Okay. Solidly. All right. Let's call it an even 42. So Paul Blart, <laughs> 42 years old, works at a mall, loves his job. But he would also love to be a state trooper, I guess, because he does go for the state trooper exam. And he fails it. Because the joke is that he's fat and has hypoglycemia. Okay, but he does... Uh, yeah, sorry, you give the plot first. And no, then, uh. but you're right, though, because like he is excellent. He's like an athlete of athletes. But the joke is that he's fat and has hypoglycemia, so he passes out and he fails. Yeah. And he has to go back to being a mall cop, or he was already a mall cop. He has to stay being a mall cop, and people hate him and don't take his job very seriously. But he takes his job super seriously. He's really into it. Uh, but it is... Thanksgiving and upcoming soon is Black Friday, the most dangerous day of the year for shoppers. And he has a new recruit, a young Vec Sims. Let's I say... don't remember the kid's name. No, yeah, his name is definitely Vec. V e c k. Normal name people have like Vector. Yeah, like Vector from Despicable Me. From Despicable Me, but much more like uh 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 adam what's his name adam from parks and rec oh adam's his actor name ben wyatt yeah ben wyatt (laughs) (laughs) his actor name and his character name they're different uh yeah big ben wyatt energy from Vec, who is the new mall cop on the force and also doesn't take his job seriously or paul seriously because he's a joke and on Black Friday, the scariest day, the mall is attacked by the most radical group of thieves that's ever existed, and they are here to rob the mall, and they are taking hostages, and Paul Blart is locked inside the mall with them, and it's up to him to stop the thieves and save the girl he has a crush on, and his daughter, who's also here, and all of his mall friends uh, from the thieves. And that's kind of what the movie is. Actually, that's entirely what the movie is. Yep. Nailed it. it. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of just Kevin James jokes, like, spattered throughout. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was the end of that. Um, My enthusiasm matches how much I (laughs) just expressed. (laughs) So this movie, the IMBD rating was 5.2, which is kind of lower. Yeah. That feels right. Like, I if I hadn't just watched it, I would have been like, no, it should be high. But no, that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. They're on tomatoes. The tomato meter is 34%, but the audience score was 43%. Mm. So I think most people are probably, I feel like people would probably just remember it fondly. I sure did. Yeah. And so, but then you go back and rewatch it. Again, I think it would be better with people. I watched this like after I woke up one morning mm-hmm. and was like, okay. 
Let me put on Paul Blart Mall Cop. It was rough to watch alone. <laughs> it's just like all the parts that I should be laughing at. I was like, ugh. Yeah. This is bad. And then all the parts that aren't aren't funny on purpose or just like funny. It would have been better to share those. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. At least so you could like laugh at the movie with somebody. Yeah. Because I still think that that's a good movie. Yeah. If you can laugh at the ridiculous Certainly. Parts. And Paul Blart definitely fits that bill. Yeah. Um, it's rated PG. This was filmed in 2009. So we just apparently love the 2000s. This is the most recent film we've watched. That's really sad. Yeah. Okay, do we want to talk about all the stuff that we like before we dog all this movie some more? No, hold on. We've got to go over our notable actors. Oh, okay. Then we have some notable actors in here. Obviously, Kevin James, yeah. who is the star. Um, J- Jama Mays. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but she is from Glee. She is from Glee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's Shoes Girl. I can't remember her name. The Shoes Redhead. Girl? I've never seen Glee before. I just saw her and we're like, oh, yeah, Glee. I can't remember her name, but she's Shoes Girlfriend, so... Um, if you know who that is, nope. Elliot doesn't, <laughs> as a listener. <laughs> um, Wait, this isn't just us having a conversation? <laughs> somebody's supposed to be listening us. to this. Oh, my gosh. Um, then we have Rainy Rodriguez, who plays his daughter. Did you know she's from Bryan, Texas? Is she really? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Dang, we should have got her on the pod. I <laughs> you know who else is from Bryan who's not in this movie? Huh. Um, the kid who plays Manny in... Uh, have you ever seen Modern Family? I've seen clips of it. Oh, well, Sophia um, Ver, Ver, Vergara? Sure. Her son <laughs> in the TV show. <laughs> They're from Bryan, Texas. For those okay. of you who don't know, we're, we live in College Station. I live in Bryan. You live in Bryan. I'm going to edit this out. Oh, we don't. <laughs> well, why else would we have the connection to Bryan? I don't know. They can't know what town we're from. They'll never know where I am, Melissa. <laughs> I could be anywhere. Sorry. Um, please scratch everything that I just said and erase it from your memory. <laughs> um, then we have Bobby Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale. Cannavale. I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but that's That'd how I'm going to say it. That'd be fun. Yeah. Anyway, I like that guy. I know him from Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah. I know him as just like that guy that appears in something sometimes. He's an Ant-Man. And that's the oh, most Ant-Man recent thing was the other I thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very recognizable voice um but those are my main people that stood out to me i don't really write them down unless they stand out to me the only person <laughs> that i wrote down uh was uh stefania de la cruz and she appeared for about two seconds in like the very early like minutes of this movie when paul blart is rolling through the mall on a Segway, going to work before he ramps into the minivan uh, he like nudges these kids out of the traffic way or something. He says something really nice to them and polite. And this very pretty woman who like like is with these kids, she's the mother, like looks very like, wow, what a handsome and nice man at him as he drives past. <laughs> what I a thought, hero. That is oddly, that is so weird for this movie, for the vibe of this movie. Like people don't find Paul Blart likable, number one. Yeah. But two, eligible. That's like a big point of this movie. Like, he's trying to get dates, and just no one wants him. And so I thought it was so weird that I looked it up, and it turns out that that's Kevin James's wife. Oh my gosh, is that Kevin? No way. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. It is very fun. Cute. I love that. Mm -hmm. Oh. I didn't look up to see if that was his kids, because I I just forgot. Were those kids? Oh. Maybe those were his kids. Oh, a family. Isn't it just? Wow. Yeah, let's talk about what we like first, and then we'll just... 
talk about what we didn't like. Okay, number one. I have an important question. Okay. Um, which I've asked you this already, but okay. I'll ask it on the pod. Uh-huh. Is Paul Blart Mall Cop a Thanksgiving movie? It's about as close as we'll get for a lot of Thanksgiving movies. So we just stumbled upon it. Yeah. For thanks, I guess it's not Thanksgiving we're anymore. Pretty fast Thanksgiving, but it, yeah, we're close enough to call it. Yeah, this is our Thanksgiving movie movie. Because I feel like there's not a lot of those. No. But it literally happens over Thanksgiving time. What that there's Thanksgiving happening? And then Black Friday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Black Friday comes after Thanksgiving. I know Which is that. very important for a mall movie. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. You know that. Yeah. I'm sorry if that made it sound like I was talking down to you, Melissa. How dare you? I honestly would never so do that to you. I. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, so you start off. What did you like? All right. Well, my first thing was also that it is, I do believe it's a Thanksgiving movie, and we don't get a lot of those. So I'm going to count it amongst Thanksgiving movies. And in much the same way as Die Hard is highly contested as a Christmas or non-Christmas movie, I think that Paul Blart kind of goes in that area because it's just a Die Hard clone. And it's also set during a holiday where a thing is happening. Yeah. So it's a Thanksgiving movie. Cool. But. Feel affirmed. My other thing was segues. Big segue energy. Awesome. Yeah. The segue was the main star of the movie for sure. I mean, I liked it a lot. It was like pretty pivotal to a lot of his action sequences mm-hmm. that he'd be running around on his Segway or making jumps on his Segway or, you know, ramming people video. with a Segway or doing that video that he was doing I the Star Wars kid. Loved <laughs> with the segue. video. It was very funny. And when the dog was chasing after him at the beginning. And he runs over the dog. Yeah. You can just tell he has a sense of power whenever he gets <laughs> on the Segway. <laughs> Like I'm Paul Blart. It makes me feel like I could be powerful if I was on a Segway. Huh. I know. It makes me feel like I need one. If Segway didn't like push for this movie to be made, they messed up. Or they <laughs> greatly succeeded and just got a bunch of free marketing. What Good great for them. advertisement for a Segway. Isn't it? I mean, I love Segways just watching this movie. Yeah. And I would never write a Segway. <laughs> really? I don't think so. Have you ever written on one of those... Uh... What are you describing? <laughs> a motorcycle. No. A scooter. Segway without the handles. Oh, the hoverboard. Hoverboard. Yeah. No. Really? No, absolutely not. It looks pretty silly. It's so fun. Really? Yeah. Okay. I believe that. You, you know what I thought was really cool though? What? You know, like like the, that that skateboard that is just has a big wheel. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. That looks cool. And it's it's a remote control. It does, yeah, yeah. They have a lot of those skateboards that have remote controls. Literally, you just go. Yeah, I would not trust it. I would just feel like Marty McFly and be the coolest thing in the world. Just have my own little hoverboard, just sort of skating around, and then I uh, fight Biff or whatever. If hoverboards were were a thing, do you think Paul Blart would ride a hoverboard? No, he's too uncoordinated. That's like true. even though like he is the peak athlete. He's not actually coordinated. He falls and tumbles poorly. No, he couldn't hack it on a hoverboard. Well, he needs the handles. A hoverboard Segway. Oh yeah, he could do that. He'd be incredibly skilled at that one. <laughs> he's a master of segways. As long as he has a handlebar, he's set. <laughs> as long as he's a handlebar, he's yeah, set. I think so. <laughs> it's pivotal to his disease. Yeah, I think that's a life motto. As long as you have handlebars, you're set. As long as you have handlebars, as long as I have handlebars, I'm good to go. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take that. That's a good life motto. I don't know what it means, but I guess that's also good for life mottos. They can apply to anybody. You want them to be obscure. Yeah, yeah. Great. It, it speaks to whatever your circumstances and experiences are. Yeah. Like all good life mottos. Ex- exactly. All right, what exactly. else you got? Um, the uh, hypoglycemia was a pretty good joke throughout, I guess. I like some of it. I yeah. liked it at the beginning that he was such a top tier athlete, like mm-hmm. doing the thing. And then he like literally was doing backflips and then he passes out right before yeah. the finish line. That was good. And then I liked um, towards the end, whenever he's like on the phone with the bad guys, like about to get them. And then he passes out. That was good. I do like that. So you see candy off the floor. It was disgusting. It was pretty gross. I did like one of his really dumb, lame lines that wasn't super funny, but it was also kind of very funny. Where uh, he's talking to the bad guy and the bad guy's like, wait, when are you going to give up? And he goes, how about now? I'll meet you at the corner of Ne and Burr. Which I thought was really stupid. <laughs> and that's why it was funny to me. To the corner of Ne and Burr. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. That's great. Uh, if I still taught children, I would for sure do that. Meet you at the corner of Ne and Burr? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd catch on, I feel like. I agree. Or you'd be made fun of. And either option is pretty Both funny. Both are great. <laughs> um, I was really disturbed by his peanut butter and pie situation at the beginning. Oh, he was? Yeah, he put a bunch of peanut butter on pie. He had a, like, a piece of cherry pie. Yeah. And his mom gave him peanut butter. Yeah. But then the best joke comes after that. What was the joke? Peanut butter fills the cracks of my heart. That was pretty good. Yeah. He does eat his feelings a lot. Which, like, who doesn't? Sure. And peanut butter is also fills the cracks of my heart. Peanut butter is good. Peanut butter is good on a lot of things. I don't know if they're good on pie. I, I don't I, really get that. I'm pregnant, and I have weird cravings, okay. and I've never craved pie and peanut butter. Yeah, but you don't know what cravings you're going to have. Maybe you'll crave it next. It'll be the next big thing for you. You'll love peanut butter and pie. I'll, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> If I crave peanut butter and pie, because that sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, one of my favorite things is Pahood. Uh, per- <laughs> I love Pahood so much. Who? I really like him. Uh, the young Indian boy. Oh, <laughs> yes. He is, I think, actually, Segway. Yes. He, I can't remember. What is his name? Pahood. Pahood. Yes. And so Paul Blart gets... Um, his friend's daughter's phone. <laughs> well, because he doesn't have a phone that can text. Oh, because he's... Oh, I, okay. I'm remembering this now. Yeah. Because he... So the girl, uh, Jema, what is her name in the movie? Amy. Amy. Mm-hmm. So at the very beginning, Paul sees this like cute girl at the new wig. With the biggest eyes. She has huge eyes. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, And like he runs into a minivan because he's staring at her. And mm-hmm. so he's trying to like play the moves you mm-hmm. know um and she seems like she likes him so she, he she walk he walks her out to her car and she like tries to exchange phone numbers and he's like i don't have a phone but i'll remember it so she just like tells it to him and he just like repeats it and stores it in yeah like, his brain he's really good at remembering numbers and he does it like he, he knows everybody's number just in his head so he doesn't have a phone but whenever he borrows someone's phone he's just like all right i got it and it's- and guts it every time every yeah. time every time yeah but i think that like his romance with amy is one bad because most of the time in comedies they're just bad but 
I I don't understand like why she ends up liking him. I understand like initial attraction. That's all cool. But like after their initial meeting, he does nothing but mess up. Yeah. <laughs> like pretty much until he saves them all. But I feel like that's a, the thing with like movies like this. It's always like a guy and the girl's like whatever. And then he saves her life and then she's like, "Oh my gosh." But she liked him before she saved Islands. her life. Like she, he liked she liked him immediate, immediately. Like, but then she didn't like cool. him because he got like rip roaring drunk. He got so drunk, plastered, and he literally was like it's such a bad, not good. No, he made really bad decisions, and like his, he's like I don't drink, and then he just kept drinking. Yeah, and just kept on continuously making bad choices. Yeah, yeah, that should just be it. I feel like for a person that you just met, you're like, hey, this guy's kind of cool. And then you, this is the next time you see him. That's it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, you have no self-control. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad or, you like, saved me. Awareness. I'm glad you saved my life and your daughter's life and some of the other ones. But uh, was that just like perchance? <laughs> I don't know if it was necessarily perchance or not, but I would also say, you know, it's your job. Like, thank you for, for doing this. Thing. Is that his job? I mean, no, he should have left. But it also, I guess, was what he felt was his job. Yeah. But good job. Good job, Paul Blart, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I don't know how you got the girl, but you did. So good for you. But I do like Amy a lot, even though I feel like she doesn't get enough lines in this movie. The guy who was acting like a douche was got like more lines than her. Like the douchey guy got more lines. I wonder lines. if this passes the Bechdel test. She Bech- talks Bechdel. to the daughter, but maybe it's just about Paul Blart. But they also probably talk about being hostages, I'd imagine. I don't remember. Probably. They're probably fine. <laughs> probably fine. Probably fine. There are two of the three female characters in this movie, though. There is the grandma, which is just the mom, Paul's mom. Mm-hmm. And then there is Paul's daughter. And then there's Amy. I think that's it. That is it. Yeah. Amy has friends, but they don't have speaking lines, so they don't count. Yeah. Um. Something I did like about this movie is when Paul, like, segues up to the mall. Mm-hmm. There's a sign that says legal seafoods. As opposed to like illegal. That's my question. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. Legal seafoods. So are there illegal seafoods? Yeah, they sell them out back. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know, what's our situation going on here? Is that poisonous puffer fish that you have to cut in the exact right way or else you'll die? Yes. Yeah, they sell that out back. Ah. they, They sell all the legal stuff up front. Well, I want the puffer fish. Well, it'll cost you. <laughs> it's pretty expensive. <laughs> pretty expensive. And you have to cut it yourself. They don't do that for you. That they don't want to get sued for selling you this illegal I don't want to cut it, though. Well, they're not going to do it for you. Do you have a puffer fish cutter? I can... It's called a knife. Just use a knife. <laughs> His get name it right, is Knife? <laughs> you don't get it right, you're going to die. I'm puffer fish. Tastes pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, illegal seafood. It would be a very good store. They should call it that. Illegal seafood? I think if I had a... A seafood restaurant, I'd call it illegal seafood. I wouldn't want to come check out illegal seafood. People who are scared of (laughs) seafood. Mm, They would want to know what's going on. I think think so. Illegal seafood? What's happening there? What's going on over there? Do they have just like golden diamond encrusted fish? I don't know. Let's find out. Exactly. Join us over at Illegal Seafoods. (laughs) 
There's just like a crazy fisherman on their ad. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding up his raincoat. He has a bunch of fish like up. <laughs> uh, what's what's his name from Forrest Gump? Uh, uh, Dan. Uh. Yeah, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan. Dan. No, I wanted to be like after he's has his legs blown off. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting on top of his boat and he has his trench coat open and there's just a bunch of fish on hooks in there. Turns all around, illegal seafoods brought to you by Bubba Gum Shrimp Co. <laughs> <laughs> they should have an illegal seafood section at Bubba Gump Shrimp if that's still happening. Does Bubba Gump Shrimp still exist? These movies are not related. <laughs> In the Paul Blart universe, Bubba Gump, Bubba Gump shrimp exists. And in that restaurant, they sell a line of seafood, lines of seafood, and there are illegal seafoods that Lieutenant Dan will sell you uh, at top price, obviously. It's very difficult to get. This is canon now. <laughs> it's just completely unrelated to what we're talking about. I think it's weird that people that work at the mall also hang out at the mall. Like, they go to the bar in the mall. I wonder I if that's weird. true. Because like, we have a bar in our mall. But I feel like that's a thing that, like, you know, like, teens would do. Not a thing that, like, grown adults would do. Teens aren't going to go to a bar in a mall. Well, no, because why would there be a bar to hang out in in the mall? Our bar. Our mall has a bar. Wait, what? What was it? Uh, in the mall. Oh, you mean this mall? Oh, I thought you meant back in Lake Jackson. No, this... Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That one also has a bar as a restaurant. Does it? They have bars. Oh, I guess that makes sense. They sell beer and alcohol. So. Well, I feel like a fool. <laughs> I'm going to edit this out so I seem smarter. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just thought it was weird. But maybe you're right. Maybe that's a normal mall thing. Just work and hang out in the mall. I don't know. I wouldn't. I also wouldn't. Um, I also liked Paul's line where he says the mind is the only weapon that doesn't need a holster. No, it's all right. That's how I feel about a lot of pulse lines. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. There was that one bit whenever he knocks a dude out with a an oxygen tank, and he yells before he does it. Uh, he yells "Scuba Dooby Doo," and then he busts the end off, and it hits him in the balls. That's so disappointing. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, I really loved um, the battle scene in the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, whenever he says Scuba Dooby Doo and he hits a guy. Besides in the balls. that, <laughs> besides that, <laughs> I liked everything else about the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's my big standout from that. And he hides on top of the Rainforest Cafe sign behind a mushroom. I also love that the only reason he was still in the mall mm-hmm. after like everybody was like going in and they're like, this we're taking over the mall with our guns and things. Get mm-hmm. out, get out. Is because he was playing Guitar Hero. I did like that. So that hard. Was pretty fun. He was playing pretty good too. I went with my cousin to um, Grand Station, the like bowling alley yeah. arcade place here in town. And um, we've made so many references to where we yeah, live. Yeah, it's episode. too much for me to edit out. <laughs> I don't think you'll be able to get it all. It's fine. Um, it was my cousin like a couple of years ago. And there was a Dance Dance Revolution stand. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have to do this. And she'd never heard of it before. And then there was Guitar Hero. And she'd never done oh. Guitar Hero before. 
Did y'all do it? I forced her to. All I wanted to do was play Guitar Hero for the rest of I the time. I would only do Guitar Hero. That's all I wanted to do. They had and it. I didn't even I didn't even get to pick my song because she didn't like realize she was controlling and she just picked <laughs> Freebird. That's not bad. No, but I had another oh, song go I wanted it. to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I'd 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 rock out to Freebird though. That'd be great. Yeah. But no, I get it. Yeah, you want to be the song you want. I wanted to do when we were young. And when Oh, they had the Killers? Yeah. Oh, sick. Oh, man, that'd be fun. That was my favorite song on Guitar Hero. I didn't I I didn't have Burn Guitar Hero. Room. The only time I played Guitar Hero, I think was in college one of our friends had it. Really good. Anyway, Guitar Hero. If great. anyone has Guitar Hero. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we could pivot this podcast. Because you can't find it anywhere. It's not like a just... thing. Wait, you can't find it anywhere? I don't know. I actually haven't looked it up. Somebody has a Wii somewhere that has guitar. Hero. Oh, you can't buy Wiis anymore. Oh, sure. Like, at the store. My sister took my Wii to England. I don't have a Wii anymore. Maybe yeah. I could tell her, like, hey, send it send send back, Send me my Wii. Though. Send it back, though. Send my, like send my Wii, Hero. bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's how me and my sister talk. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Paul Blart, he was playing Guitar Hero. <laughs> okay, what? was there anything else you liked? Um, I I like the character of Paul Blart. I, do I don't too. think he's always funny, but I do really like Paul Blart. I wish that there was like, I don't know, there was just something that I wasn't like, it wasn't landing for me. Yeah, it was mostly whenever Paul Blart just becomes Kevin James for me. Yeah. I don't think that's very funny. I also didn't love jokes that were at, like, I know a lot of the movies at Paul's expense, but I don't like the joke being that Paul is inept or overweight. I don't love those jokes. I don't like that everybody's, like, not expecting anything from him because he's overweight. Yeah. He's, like, clearly the most capable and, like, actually cares about his job more than anyone else at the entire mall, except for maybe Amy, because she does love her wigs, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, like... He loves it there and mm-hmm. he's like killing it and he really should just be whatever the whatever his boss's job was. He should have that job. For sure. He's been in like what, 10 years? Yeah, for 10 years. And like, I know that he like passed out from his hypoglycemia at the beginning of the movie. So he didn't be, he wasn't able to become a state trooper or a police officer, whichever one he was going for. But like, they should have just given it to him because he was killing it and he passed out two inches from the finish line. And it wasn't like he didn't prepare or anything. Like it's he, a medical condition and you guys should just help him out and then hire him. He literally did the entire course. He did it. Yeah. He did it faster than anybody else. Yeah, he was going to be first. <laughs> he should have. But was up. that a dream? Uh, no, because later on, whenever he's right. chasing the airport, he he flips the fence. He's, he's a super athletic guy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He just also has hypoglycemia. Okay. Well, let's talk about what we don't like. Okay. okay number one drunk blart didn't like it It none of it was funny literally couldn't watch it all it was awful and it went on for so long it was it was so long i got such secondhand embarrassment and like i imagine being amy and her friend like watching this guy and like if i was her friend i'd be like absolutely not yeah no no i would go home yeah. I wouldn't hang out there. And like he was trying to like put the moves on her, but he didn't even talk to her. He's having a nacho eating contest. Yeah. And then he drinks lemonade and they're like, that's a margarita. And he goes, oh, I don't drink. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, 
You think if like you don't drink, right, and then you drink an alcoholic beverage, you'd be mm-hmm. like, oh man, like I just won't have any more. Like whatever, big deal. But he does drink. <laughs> he continues to drink. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. makes really poor decisions he makes really poor decisions and i know like the joke is that he's drunk and like he he just embarrassed himself while he was drunk but like it was preventable it was so preventable yeah and also like his friends were there and they could have helped too yeah i'd be like <laughs> hey man this isn't you bro yeah hey paul you said you don't drink uh you just drank uh two pitchers of margarita maybe we take you to a hospital <laughs> Um, and not just let you run rampant, <laughs> rampant here in the restaurant. Um, yeah. Sorry about that, man. Hey, let's get you home because you live like, you know, within walking distance because you ride your Segway to the mall. Every yeah. Day. So you can't live that far. You can't live that far away. But I honestly feel like the people didn't really care about him that much. But he does have friends like the phone guy who gives his daughter's phone to him. Was he there? He was there that night. Was he? Yeah. And hot sauce guy who gives him the hot sauce bottle later on was there. Like those are his actual friends. Vec doesn't care about him. And douchey guy actively hates him because he knows that he's interested in Amy and he wants to claim his territory and be like, hey bro, we're basically Vec, together, bro. Uh, yeah. She's <laughs> my girl. She would go for you. He's obviously so insecure and threatened by Paul Blart. He is way over the top insecure and douchey. Which is, like, that guy's MO. Like, he does like doing that kind of bit. But they feel like they kind of did that so that... Like, if if there was just, like, another normal dude there, I feel like maybe Paul would have had to work harder to win over Amy. Yeah. But there was the worst man in the world and Paul. And that's why I think Amy landed with Paul Blart, because, like, everybody else was... No. Yeah. Everybody else was either not interested or the douchiest man in the world. Yeah. Or Vec. Yeah. Who was also bad. Yeah. Also, that's another thing I didn't like is Vec. Um, because he seems like a very Adam Scott, uh, uh, Ben Wyatt kind of like. Do you ha- not like Ben Wyatt? No, I love Ben Wyatt. Okay. Whenever he. Okay. So the thing about Vec is that he's there as the young upstart um, mall cop who's just gotten there he's maybe been working there for two days Mm -hmm. because he starts on the day before or after thanksgiving i guess before thanksgiving yeah it's before thanksgiving because then whenever black friday happens and the thieves come in the most radical thieves you've ever seen then he's like oh no the thieves are here and they pass him like the uh i guess a walkie-talkie or his his flip deck or whatever they're called his sidekick his t-mobile sidekick um product placement (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then he's like he's, he gives this big smile and he's like i i i pulled a die hard on you it's been me the whole time uh yeah which is <laughs> like oh i guess but like if you were if you were the bad guy this whole time why are you doing it now if you had access to the building or like could get here after hours why don't you just do it then you pick the worst possible time to do this yeah and you want to make it seem like you thought this whole thing through, but like you could have just snuck in and done this. You but didn't he wasn't the actual mastermind. Well, I don't know if that's true because the extra twist in this is that uh, Bobby Cannavale is he pulls a gun at Paul at the end and is like, "Hey, give me those credit card codes, Paul. I'm going to the Cayman Islands now." 
And if I kill all of you three, then no one will know that I'm the bad guy. <laughs> but Vec like smiles, but he never was like, oh, hey, get me out of these cuffs. We're going to the Cayman Islands together. I don't know if they're in on it together or Bobby Cannavale was just like, it's time to get these codes that I heard about an hour ago. No, and I, I can think, just make my money. I think that he was the actual mastermind. I think that was the twist. Well, then why in the world? What? But what and why? I think the overall message... <laughs> <laughs> this movie is the people you expect to be like the heroes are not the heroes and the people you expect to not be heroes are the heroes that sounds much more poignant than what i think they were actually doing i think they just needed an extra twist and they're like okay bobby Cannavale is also bad um why would he have been bad why would he throw away his very successful job as being like the swat commander or whatever uh for 30 3 million 31 million however many million that's a lot of money elliot <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't. What if he, he didn't was have going family? to just murder three people to get that money? He was pretty people. Yeah, he was pretty like cavalier about. It. He's like, ah, I'm gonna, uh, hey, I'm pulling gun on you, but that's actually not all I'm gonna do. I'm also going to kill you and take your money. Um, because I guess that's a thing that I'm about, and I guess that's just fine. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense for him to be in on it. I, that really just doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, it's all bad. So what am I upset about? <laughs> um, yeah. What else we got? That was most oh, of it. Oh, I also hated the scene where Paul Blart gets called to Victoria's Secret because there's like a dispute going on. Yeah. And then the way he decides to solve the dispute yeah. is to pull the woman who's like yeah. bigger yeah. to the side and be like, hey, fellow fatty. Yeah. Like, I get it. And I was like... This movie has a lot of fat shaming. Paul. Yeah. Polly boy. Mr. Blart. That was rough. I don't know why it has so much fat shaming. Like, why? Why? And she rightfully, like, beats him up afterwards. She does. And I guess that's the joke, is that Paul gets beat up by a woman in Victoria's Secret. But it's not funny. And it's mostly no. just... It was so sad. It was sad. Like, and like I imagined me mm. being in that store and, like, being pulled aside and being like, look, I get that you're, like, the bigger one. And, like, for you, it's harder. Yeah. And I'd be like, excuse me? Yeah. No. I'm no. going to complain think, like, to your supervisor. Maybe years, that's why he's not in charge. Yeah, maybe that is true. His people skills are very lacking. Yes. Yeah. Anyway... The best thing about this movie is Pahoot, and I can't take that away from them. Yeah. Pahoot's great. I also have questioned the mall security a little bit. The fact that there wasn't better security. No, sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like this is realistic. Like, it seems like a very large mall in a large city. Yeah. So I feel like there would be more security happening. They had a rainforest cafe. Small malls don't have those. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah. It's like the Katie Mills Mall. Big yeah. mall. Back into the 2000s? Big mall. <laughs> there must be more than three security guards, but no, there are only the three. And Vec, so I guess four. Yeah. But Vec was hired that day. So, yeah. Yeah, not great. Um. Also, just like to round it all out, I just honestly was not a huge fan of this movie, and I probably won't watch it again. I'll never watch it again, but I might watch the second one. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Paul Blart, Mall Cop Paul... 2, Blart goes to Vegas or something. Is that, I don't think I've ever seen it. I've never seen it, but I think he goes to Vegas. And it's probably so horrendously bad that 
is why we only remember the first one. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, he was a good dad, though. He's a good dad. Yeah. So. Except for that, like, his daughter somehow gets into the building that's under lockdown with the police outside locking it down and has motion detector cameras waiting for people to come in to explode smoke bombs into their face, which she somehow just casually strolls in. Yeah. It just waltz in and she becomes a hostage. It's really poorly planned out. But he is a nice dad. He's a good dad. I like that. He's like a nice dude. I like Paul Blair a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a cool guy. Except he's for when a, he gets maybe drunk. Like a like a stronger leadership in his life to like help guide him. Well, I think he just needs a position that maybe challenges him more. Because mm. he wasn't challenged until there's a diehard happening. And he's like, I right, gotta step up. And then, yeah, he did excel. How easily could this problem have been solved? I think if they had done a background check of any kind. On Vec? Yeah. Yeah, because he was a career criminal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That kind of solves the problem. But also, Vec didn't need to be an inside man. Like, nothing really... He didn't gain anything, I don't think, Mm-mm. from doing it. I guess he understood how the security in the mall worked. But he only worked there for like a day. I think and they he realized seen... how lacking it was and was like, oh, was we like, got oh, this. We can do this, actually. <laughs> all the planning we already did, you know, those weeks of planning that you kind of have to do before a heist? Just go. It actually, everything works and we don't need any other stuff. I don't need to be working here. And they did it. Yeah. Because their whole plan is, let's break into the mall. We'll steal the credit card codes from the credit card machines that I guess get wiped at the end of each day. Yeah. So we'll do it before closing time. And we'll do that by splitting up and parkouring across the mall and putting those codes. I hated all the parkour. There's a lot of parkour. It was so, like, you could tell this was early. This is really dates it. I was like, ugh. Yeah. The most radical. And the people that can't parkour, clearly they only have, like, two members of their crew that can parkour. And the rest of them don't parkour. They just give them like radical bikes, like rocket power. Like yeah. one's on a bike and one's yeah, it's like on a, a scooter, <laughs> a skateboard. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I think the fix for the criminals is one: if you have guns, use them because they didn't use them a lot. No, Most but I don't they... think they actually really wanted to kill people. I didn't get that impression because there was one of them that was pretty bloodthirsty. The one that fights Blart on the roof. He, like, mm-hmm. unloads his full pistol and misses. That's fair. I zoned out a lot towards the end. Yeah, it was pretty stupid. Uh, and then they fall through into the ball pit, and ball, and, and Blart rises from the ball pit. And like Nosferatu. Yeah, I actually do like that bit a lot. It's very vampire. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I like it because the, the segue is center stage in that scene. That's yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, how... Oh, wait, we already talked about that. Okay, Noscar, what are we awarding this? I uh, actually do have something for this. Uh, best background character performance for Stefania de la Cruz. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I actually wrote, before we came up with categories, but most well-rated movie. Like, it was, as it most was rated. Most aptly rated. Aptly rated. <laughs> <laughs> like, the ratings you see, yeah. it's accurate. You know the redeeming what? qualities are minimal. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Most aptly rated movie, but no, we should have all, all of our all of our awards should be po- like positive. That's not positive. <laughs> Just saying that we were right to dog on this movie. Fine. So we're giving it best background character because I mean, Pahood was amazing. She did a great job, um, uh, and I'm sure she's a great wife for J- Kevin James. Oh, I thought you were talking about Pahood. No, but who's just a good character? 
<laughs> He's not I getting an award? Pahood. We could give Pahood an award. That's who I thought we were talking about. I'm like, about. no, I was talking about Tabania Taylor Cruz. Kevin James's wife, who was there for all of two seconds and does a big smile to the camera. And then we move on to the regular movie. Perfect. Should we give the Segway an award? Oh my gosh. Yes. Best product placement. The Segway. <laughs> Best product. That's a good one. I oh, like that. Man. That's a good award. Okay. All right. So I'm going to add that onto our list. Best product placement and then best background character indeed <laughs> for stephanie de la cruz unnamed mom in the mall <laughs> um so yeah i don't know if you guys could tell from our voices and our tone but this is uh we're obviously really excited <laughs> about this movie uh, um you know, for a movie that we weren't really jazzed to talk about we did talk about it for a long time. Yeah, we had a pr- quite a bit to say. Yeah. But if you are still with us and you Paul blurted this whole episode with us, I just like saying that. I think it's a good like Blarting? descriptor. It's a pretty verb, off-putting verb, but sure. You Paul blurted. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Paul blurt. Okay, you know? I can get him over that one. Are you Paul Blarting right now? <laughs> it's better than I Paul Blarted. <laughs> what a name. Um, but yeah, so next week, or I guess not next week, in a couple of days <laughs> at this point, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll be diving into Christmas movies. It is December now. We get to do ooh, Christmas ooh. stuff. Ooh, ooh. What song? Chris, can I sing Christmas songs? Jingle bell, jingle bell. Or is, is that, that? You can do that much. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know. How do I know? I don't know how much of a you song you should have all this information in your head. You have an equal opportunity to learn the information that I could possibly learn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the Noscars. Um, we next week we'll be watching a Christmas movie. Um, please go. Actually, maybe don't rate this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this was not my favorite one to talk about. Am I allowed to say that? No, uh, yeah, I think so. I don't like this movie. I didn't like talking I, about it. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite, and that's okay. That is okay. You can have all the feelings you want. If you did like this movie, that's also really good because I had a lot of fond memories of this movie before I watched it again. I agree, and I kind of wish I'd left with that. I agree. It was better then. Yeah. So maybe you actually had some fond memories and you want to tell us about them because you think we're wrong. So leave us a rating with five stars, please, um, and tell us what you did like about. Yeah. But Paul Blart. Or if you would just like to mail in and tell us directly, you can send uh, your mail to noscarspod at gmail.com. We have an email. We do have an email. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. It used to be the nosecars at gmail.com, but Melissa didn't like that. No. I don't know why. Why did you like that? Why did stage? you put both of them on there? You know, people are going to email nosecars. <laughs> That's great. That's good. Eventually, our podcast will just be called the nosecars, and I will have won. No. Instead of the little uh, Oscar gentleman with his thumb up, it'll be Lightning McQueen with a big nose. <laughs> Stop Just it. People goal. are going to want that. <laughs> yeah. The nose cars. <laughs> Stupid. Never going to have to really explain our premise even more than we already do. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining <laughs> us, guys. We will see you all next week. Bye. Goodbye.